Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm Tom Short, so glad to have you along this morning. We've been talking about moving forward in this new year and accomplishing and being all that God wants us to be. But we've also been saying sometimes there's things that keep us from moving forward, that block our way, things from our past that we need to address and deal with. One of those things may be apologizing to someone that you've offended. I'd like to start this morning's scripture with the scripture reading from Matthew chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, verses 23 and 24. Therefore, If you're presenting your offering at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your offering there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother, and then come and present your offering. If you're at the altar, in other words, if you're doing your service to God, if you're at church or if you're in ministry of some sort, if you're doing something, whatever you're doing, we are, in one sense, we're always at the altar of God. But if there you remember that your brother has something against you, or maybe I'd put it this way, if then the Spirit of God convicts you that, you have, that your brother has something against you, if you're seeking God or you're doing your, what's Jesus saying? If you're doing your religious duty, your Christian services, and there remember And if you do remember, it's probably the Spirit convicting you. But I'll add another thing. The person you've offended probably remembers a whole lot more than you do. They probably haven't forgotten in the first place. And that's why sometimes it's in our times of worship, in our times of drawing close to God, that the Spirit of God will bring to our mind and and bring to our remembrance someone that we have offended that someone who has something against us. Now, be aware that in our culture, it seems like everybody gets offended about everything. So it's not that that the truth offended them or that, that just speaking up for what's right offended them, but rather you offended them. We all have done this, haven't we? We've all done something that's hurt somebody else, spoken wrongly about somebody else, did something wrongly, let someone down, failed to do what we're responsible for, etc. And so there, if you remember that your brother has something against you, it's legitimate. Your brother in Christ doesn't like you, or he's holding something against you. What does he say to do? Keep worshiping? No. He says, leave your gift at the altar. First, be reconciled to your brother. As important as it is to worship God, as important as it is to bring your offering, shall we say, to God, it's priority at the moment to first, something you should do beforehand, first be reconciled to your brother and then come, then come and leave and and give your offering to God. Now, I found that there's right ways and wrong ways. If you've offended someone, there's right ways and there's wrong ways to tell them that. I want to talk a little bit about what some of those right ways are and compare and contrast them to some of the not-so-right ways, okay? Number one, you must be sincere. If you're going to apologize to someone and try and make right and reconcile for something you've done, you must be sincere. You must mean it. Now, I've had, I don't, have you ever had someone apologize to you and you didn't think they meant it? You didn't think they understood what they'd done? 
you didn't think that that their apology came close to matching the offense or the hurt or the pain that you felt they inflicted upon you. So it's important if the shoe's on the other foot for us to not only be sincere, but part of that sincerity is to take the time to see the offense through their eyes rather than ours. There's a pretty good chance that they see it as a bigger thing than you saw it. They see it because they experienced pain. You didn't. It's a pretty good chance that it mean it was more hurtful to them than it was to you. And so shall we say, if we if we're going to rate offenses here on a scale of 1 to 10, if you did something that they perceived to be uh, a, a, an offense on the level of an 8, and you apologize at a level of a 3, that gap of 5 of how you will, will, might just make matters worse. It might have been better had you not done anything, had you just left it undone and said, because a, uh, an apology, an insincere apology, or an apology that falls far short of what is required can sometimes be worse than no apology at all. So I'm not saying no apology. I'm saying take some time. Look at, look at what happened through their eyes. Ask yourself how they would have perceived it. Ask themselves why they felt the way they did, what it meant to them. Try and see things from their perspective, get in their shoes, shall we say, and be able then to go with true empathy and feel, a, feel the, the pain that they felt so that your apology can be sincere and at a level that is actually necessary and deserved, okay? Secondly, Use the right words. Use the right words. Don't say to someone, that doesn't bother you anymore, does it? Or, I wish it hadn't happened. Or, are we okay? Have we moved on from that? No. If you're presenting your offering and the Lord brings to your mind that you've caused an offense, it's up to you not to put it back on them. It's up to you to go and make it right. That's your responsibility. And so I want to encourage you to use the right words. You've already spent some time to think how to see it from their point of view. And one thing you're doing there is to try and identify exactly what wrong you had done. You don't want to be fuzzy. You don't want to be vague. You want to be specific. And the words you want to use might be something like this. I'm sorry. It was, I'm sorry. Well, maybe I'm sorry for what I did. I'm sorry that I gossiped about you. I'm sorry that I said those words to you. I'm sorry that I embarrassed you. I'm sorry that I uh, disrespected you. Whatever is at the root of what you, the Spirit is convicted that you've done and what you think is at the root of, of what's really bothering them. It might be more than the exact word you used. It might have been an attitude. It might have been what was beneath it. It might have been what those words communicated that you need to say. Like I said, perhaps a lack of, I'm sorry I disrespected you when I said blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry I, I uh, spoke down about you in front of other, when I'm in front of the others the other day. I'm sorry for whatever, you see. You want to name not only what you did, but if possible, you want to name what God has convicted you the deeper, what was really wrong in your part. Was it unloving, disrespectful, 
unkind? Was it gossip? Was it, was it which of the sins of the flesh? And then I would say, I'm sorry that I, I'm sorry when I, for instance, I'm sorry when I uh, said such and such about you. It's, it was disrespectful and it was wrong of me to do so. I think that's important. I'm sorry, name what you did, the underlying problem, and then it was wrong of me. It was wrong of me. I think that's important for a person to be able to hear. And it's important for us to truly believe that what we did was wrong. This is why, again, you've got to, you've got to really believe that. If you don't believe it, don't say it. But if it was wrong, get to that point. Thirdly, actually use words and say, can you forgive me? Will you forgive me? Sometimes, if it's a sincere, if it's a serious problem, can you find it in your heart to forgive me? So what were the words be? I'm sorry that I disrespected you when I said such and such. It was wrong of me. Can you find it in your heart to forgive me? Practice those words. You know, it's, it's, they're not easy words to say. It's, it's easy to, to stumble on them. Practice them. Make sure they're sincere. You got to really mean it. Don't just mouth it because I said so. But if you can use language like that, that's the type of language that enables you to really seek reconciliation. Now, but here's the other thing. Don't necessarily assume that they're going to forgive you. And certainly you can't demand that they do. You do your part. You've left your gift at the altar. You're going to, in obedience to God, you're going to seek reconciliation. But how they respond, that's up to them. I've done, I, I remember the first time I sincerely apologized to someone. You know what they said to me? Well, you should be sorry. You don't know how painful that was. It's not what I expected. I expected humility on that. I'd humbled myself. I expected them to be humble. I'd, I'd been gracious. I expected them to receive my apology. They didn't. They didn't receive it. They, they for whatever reason, they held on to their resentment. It was a family member. They held on to their resentment for a long time. What I'd done was painful to them, and, and they were going to exact their revenge upon me. They were going to make me suffer for what I'd done and not be, not be quick to forgive. Well, that's their, that's their issue. Scripture says in Romans chapter 12, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. I'd done my part. I did it in obedience to God. I did it sincerely seeking reconciliation. How the person responds, I can't demand it. I can't get angry if they don't respond the way I hope to. I can't, I can't lash out at them if they, if they are not willing to forgive me. That's between them and God. On my part, I did what I need to do. On your part, do what you need to do. Of course, we expect that when we go and say, I'm sorry can, for what I did, it was wrong. Can you forgive me? Can you find it in your heart to forgive you? Hopefully, they will forgive you. They're a believer in Christ. We certainly hope so. And we hope that it's an a, a aspect then of mending and reconciling a relationship and maybe taking the relationship to a deeper level of love and unity than had been experienced before. However, if they don't do it, that's between them and God. Don't get angry back. If, they, if they're angry at you, don't lash, lash out back. If they, if they want to make you grovel, that's between them and God. Okay. So, if you're leaving your gift at the altar, if you're presenting your gift at the altar, 
and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift at the altar. First, go and be reconciled to your brother. Now, by the way, I'm not saying we need to always be introspective. There's probably more people in our past, depending on how old you are. If you're my age, there's more people in your past you've probably offended than you can ever think of. And it's easy to get very discouraged and very introspective and just think of everybody and everything you ever did wrong. I don't think that's what the verse says. This says if, if it comes to your memory, if when you're worshiping God, if you're at the altar, if you're seeking God and your focus is on God, but this other thing comes into your mind, then you can assume the Spirit of God has put it there and God wants you to act on it. I know some people just say, go spend some time and try and think of everything you've ever done wrong, anyone you've ever offended. I don't think that's what the verse is saying, and, and you know, you'll never move forward if that's the case because, like I said, there's probably, you know, you could think back to more than you could possibly imagine. But if while you're seeking God and serving God and worshiping God, God brings something into your remembrance. That's where we want to seek that reconciliation so that on our part, we can be free and we can move forward and we can know we've done our, our part of love, of unity, of reconciliation out of our honor and love for God. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you. We thank you for your principles of love peace and reconciliation. We do believe that you are a God who wants us to move forward. We do believe that you have great plans for our future. We do believe, Lord, that you have great victories planned for us. I pray, Father, there'd be nothing in our, <clears throat> in our lives that prevents us from moving forward with you. Father, if, if while we are worshiping, if while we're seeking you, if while we are at the altar, and there you bring to our mind someone who has something against us. Father, I, I pray you'd help us to go through these steps, to think seriously, to be sincere, to be repentant, to use the right words, and to speak the right words from a right heart, a heart of humility, and that we would genuinely, not superficially, but genuinely seek forgiveness, and that we'd grant it. We pray, Father, as far as it depends on us, we'd be at peace with all men. And we pray, Father, you give us the courage to reconcile with anyone who needs to be reconciled with. Help us, Father, not to be overly introspective. I know the, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. And he just wants us to just constantly be thinking of our faults and mistakes in the past. But, Lord, sometimes you have a, recon, a, a re relationship you want reconciled. And you, and you want it because it's important for us to be the people you want us to be, to go where you want us to go, to accomplish what you want us to accomplish. If that's the case, help us to be sensitive to your spirit. Help us to know when it's your conviction versus the devil's accusation. Help us to make good choices. And we pray, Father, that we'd be at peace with everyone that as far as it depends on us, we could do it. We love you and we thank you for this very day. We pray you'd be filling us with your spirit today, fill us with your joy, fill us with your peace today. Use us for your glory with whoever we encounter, wherever we go. Lord, I pray this year would be a breakthrough year. That means today could be a breakthrough day. And so be with us. Lord, I pray for anyone sick with that COVID. Give them comfort and healing. Protect and watch over us, we pray. We give you this, we give you praise, and we love you. In Jesus' name, we pray it. Amen. Amen and amen. Hey, thanks for being along with me today. 
I hope if you're new, make sure you subscribe and hit the notify button. If you are regular, I'm glad you're here. I love you guys. Come back day by day. If you're new, come back day by day. Share this with some others. What a great way to start the new year. I encourage people to get in the Word of God every day. It's New Year's a time to start new things. This could be a time when people, uh, what I challenge at Faith Walkers is this. We should be in the Word every day. If you're not adequately, fully, faithfully feeding yourself every day, this can be a chance where someone else can feed you. That's why I do this, to help encourage, strengthen, inspire, edify you. So if you know anyone who needs that, tell them to watch, and then come back day after day. Give it a month. Try and be here every day for a month and see. And, and if you watch later in the day, that's fine. If you listen on the podcast, that's fine. But give it a month of daily input of prayer in the Word and see if things don't begin to change your attitudes and see if God doesn't convict you. Step by step, bit by bit, He'll be building you. And we trust we're going to be growing this year. I hope you're along and part of that journey. All right. God bless you. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning where we continue in our daily word and prayer. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you.